This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Bowling shot? Is that a term? Ball. Is that how you... Bowling... Bowl, bowling ball. throw? Bowling throw? After a bad ball. Bad ball. Bad launch. We'll edit out that previous part so I sound like I know yeah. what I... So... <clears throat> yeah, I saw him doing that a few times after his you know, his teammates would throw a bad ball. And he... Uh, and he nice would lingo. Man, if I was single and with hair and without glasses and... Uh, better outlook on life. I'm sure the chicks would have been everywhere. <laughs> I would argue that that's one of the least respectable sects of society ever. I think it's what you're getting at, right? Like, for, is that what we're? That's what we're, <laughs> is that what I'm? Is that what we're? That's yeah. what we're yeah. like we're saying, right? That's weird. I mean, I thought that you said it, but I guess it's good. I mean, that's that's what we're both saying without saying, but we're saying it, right? One of those. Listen, kid, back in my day, when I bowled, you took a damn shoe, yeah. and you don't give me any guff about it. And if it's in the wrong slot, then we're going to have words. All right. Ah, we're back. How about that? A little different, huh? Look at that. We have production and everything, thanks to the uh, the interns. Thanks, guys. Putting that together. Cut rate staff back there. Yeah. We got behind the yeah. glass today, Steve. Cut rate. There are production students at uh, City College University. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, you know, we ask them to put in a couple shifts a week, show them the ropes, if you will, on the uh, on the audio software, and, you know, that's what they come up with, so big thanks. So it is Tuesday, October 11th, 2016, the year of our Lord. It's the Steve and Kyle podcast. Mm-hmm. Back at it for uh, what might be a record fifth week in a row, fourth Is week it? in a row. Fourth or fifth in a row for sure. We are on fire. We are well on our way to 50 episodes. I'll let the record note that is almost one calendar month <laughs> in a row. So Annette, you know, Steve's, Steve's lovely girlfriend, suck it. Okay, yeah. we are well on our way to the APS being moved, upgraded, renovated. This house having, when it eventually sells, having like a weird room you're going to have to explain to every <laughs> yeah. single... We like, went down... Oh, that's that, that's that room. We, uh... Yeah, you got a, you got a guided walking tour of the, the future location of the APS last week after we recorded. And uh, what'd you think? I, I'm excited. I'm excited when I look at it as the APS. Because right now, yeah, it's like a spare, you know, work room. It's a know? murder room. Yeah. But if we do what we're talking about with that... Which is is my headphones sound crazy right now? I sound super echoey. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, mine sound fine. Okay, don't and, worry about it. <laughs> yeah, no issues. This only happened yeah. in the first ever one. Yeah, I mean your mic may not be on, <laughs> but uh, you know we'll find out in yeah. about an hour and ten minutes yeah. or so. So uh, you they still you sound showed weird? me. Yeah, it's just echoey. Hmm. You we took a trip down the stairs where where you're thinking about renovating this. Yeah, and it's like. Hang a left and then a right, 
and it's this weird hallway behind the washroom. The the thing about the it's down in the basement of this house. The thing about the basement in this house is it is divided way too much. It's crazy how many it is, rooms are there. It is subdivided into let's see, there's the main there's a bedroom down there with a closet, a utility room, two closets in the hallway, the back room for lack of a better term, the laundry room and then the murder room, which is where we will be located, <laughs> hopefully relocating to right. after our 50th episode. Yeah. That's eight rooms. And before you go getting the idea that I live in this palatial yeah. mansion, no, I live in like a 1,200 square foot yeah. ranch. You're not in a gated community no. with a walkout daylight basement no. and all that. No, not at all. It was just the people that owned the place before uh, before Annette bought it, I, they really liked dividing rooms. I guess so. They looked at everything. Well, we could do this there, but it would need to be separate. What do you think of the space? Do you think it's going to work for the Stephen Kyle podcast, the future home of the APS? Well, the future home of the APS. When we when I first saw it, I thought, oh, I could already envision it. Yeah. But the way you look at it, I mean, right now, it literally is. It's a raw basement. Right. Well, I mean, after you walk past the, the cat food on the floor and uh, push that the laundry drying rack out of the way. Right. Work your way past the uh, the the screens and the storm windows that are stuffed under the steps. Yeah, it really starts to like if you close your eyes, like really really tight, like to the point where you can't see anything anymore. You can envision a palace, an eight foot by six foot palace, and that's what it's going to be. That's the thing. It felt small. Which we don't need large, Mm-mm. but the only reason it felt small is because right now you have a couple workbenches in there, some you know some things on the yeah. sides, lots of leftover everything from every project. yeah right paint so, cans and and two by fours. But you and I paneling, yeah, you and I just shot the breeze for you know maybe two minutes about things we'd like to do. Mm-hmm. Out of all of those things, I would estimate I could help you with like a half. <laughs> My motto is give me a hammer and a nail and just hope for competence yeah. because there's no way I'm going to, well, we got to do a miter saw 45 degree <laughs> into the corner cut there. And then we got to yeah. caulk her down like, all right, man, where you need me to, uh, where you need me to put this, uh, this nail <laughs> yes, looks to be about, to up, uh, to hang up a clock. It's <laughs> to be about two inches. Uh, that's standard, standard nail, standard nail. Wait, where can I put that? Yeah, no need for measurements. It's, yeah. it's just a nail. But when this happens, because I'm at that point now, I'm saying when, I'm not mm, saying right. if, and whenever I am around a net and it happens to come up, that is going to be the terminology yeah. I use because we need to plant those seeds in her brain. Well, that it's a when, not an if. You know, it's funny that you bring up Annette because yesterday she... Uh, actually, the other day I asked her, because we were talking about how you and I were recording tonight, and um, I said, so have you listened to any of our podcasts yet? Oh, no, not yet. I keep meaning to. I keep meaning to listen at work. I'm like, all right. So she comes home from, from work yesterday. I listened to your podcast. <laughs> yeah, what'd you think of it? It was fine. Oh, no. Oh, that one hurts. Yeah. Boy, that one hurts yeah. more than most. Yeah, it hurt a little bit. <sighs> no, I mean, I'm not. I, I don't have any false illusions that we're breaking any ground here. 
But, you know, at least give me the pat on the back. It was the funniest thing I've ever heard. That's all I need. You'd like I just need you to completely lie to me. That's all. Is that too much to ask? Lie your brains out? Your boyfriend is on this new venture with his pal. We just need some positive reinforcement. Right. It's like when you do something, like, really bad at work and then, oh, man, you think I might get in trouble with this? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's not... It's not that big of a deal. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's okay. Like worse things have happened, you know, when Stan in accounting, uh, got caught doing heroin in the bathroom. There's a guy who burned the building down in 1996. But I mean, this is barely, this is barely as bad as that. (laughs) She's a tough nut to crack though. She is. I mean, you don't get much in terms of outlier either way. I I even had, she's very, she's very even keel. Yeah. I even had uh, my mother last week message me after uh, listening to a few minutes of it. So she even yeah. did me just that service. That was nice. Of just her. happened to get far enough to hear me rag on him about not being tech savvy, though. And then... <laughs> of course. How like, convenient, right? Yeah, for like the 30 seconds that you were talking about, oh, it was, they heard. It was ridiculous, right? Well, that was nice. I'm glad she listened. Uh, thanks for the download. <laughs> you have, you've now made my... Uh, Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> so thank you. And another thing she said was, uh, "You, you misrepresent me a lot on the podcast." Oh come on! How? No, not a chance. Oh, that's a that's just a f- absolute fraudulent lie. <laughs> Everything we say here, yeah, about everybody that we know and are involved with, one hundred percent accurate. It's absolutely accurate. Parentheses to the best of our knowledge. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and that's an important. Yeah, it's an addendum. It's an addendum to a, you know to a statement. Yeah. So no, we you gave me a tour where the APS might go. Well, I'm sorry. We'll edit that out again too. Yeah. Uh, yeah so you gave me a tour where the APS is going to go. Yeah. In uh, a mere 43 short weeks slash you, episodes. I think, I think we go to three episodes a week. Three 20 minute episodes <laughs> right. a week. We'll be down there by Christmas. <laughs> She's going to come home from work one weekend. In December, and it's going to be me with a hard hat <laughs> and a sledgehammer. Jackhammer. And you know what's yeah, funny? Dumpster in the driveway in her parking spot. Right. You know what's funny is I'm probably going to be knocking down the one wall we already had to knock down. Yeah. When you moved in here. Yeah. But yeah. We got to uh, got to clear this down here to get our new oh, piece of man. furniture. Oh, that's right. We never have. We never did talk about that when I moved in here. It's been a year and a half, and um, that short of time, huh? Yeah, so we have, uh, it was it was me, you, and Annette's dad moving me out of my old house. Yeah. I rented, a, I rented a U-Haul truck, moved me out of my old house into, yeah. into Annette's house. Now, in, in case you're wondering, though, sorry to interrupt, mm-hmm. um, you didn't just uh, pause the list to give a quick story. You just read the list of people who were there. To help you move out of your house. Yeah, that was it. That was it. <laughs> yeah. One. I, ca- I called two. Called on all my friends. Three. And they all showed up. <laughs> and it wasn't, I mean, for the most part, it wasn't this massive undertaking. No, but- it wasn't the worst. And basically, I needed help with all of the big things at the house. Like the stuff that I couldn't fit in my car or in Ed's right. car. And then, so I just got this truck. And I have this massive bed it, it, it's a king size bed 
but it's one of those beds that has the storage built in underneath it. So it's basically a dresser and a bed yeah. in one. And I th- Now, it was it's split in two pieces. Yeah. Like split down the middle. So it's basically two roughly twin-sized beds, but they're like dressers and they weigh, I don't know, 2,000 pounds a piece? Well, if, if I'm correct in thinking... Uh, Friend of the radio show and in an acquaintance, Jeremy Herzman. Yep. J.S. Herzman Contracting built those. Jeremy, Jeremy built them. Yeah. Out of rain-soaked mahogany. <laughs> if I'm, if I remember yeah. it correctly, like he waited for the rain, like a real big, nice downpour. Yeah. And then ran outside with that stain and varnish and really sealed it in. Yeah. Stain. Uh, he actually stained the trees. Yeah. <laughs> then cut them down. Then built a bed out of them. His biggest concern was about your bed flying away. Yeah. I think in a tornado. Yeah. Well, luckily that it has not happened yet. So we we broke the bed into two pieces. And the first obstacle was at my old house. There was a, like you get up to the second floor and there's, it's kind of like a, a little landing area where there's not enough room to just go straight down the steps. No. It's, it's one of those stairways where it's down three steps, turn 90 degrees. Down mm-hmm. eight steps, turn 90 degrees. It's like down when another you, three or when, four steps. When you watch like a high school romantic comedy and you see the girl come down in her prom dress for the first yeah. time. You know, she's doing the wraparound yep. and then she comes down the last few steps. Yeah. And, you know, the big music swells. But in this case, it was just three, <laughs> three sweaty, sweaty people. frustrated adults carrying a 3,000-pound bed. I, don't, I, can't even, I, I can't even fathom to guess the weight. I have no idea. I don't know. I, and the thing is, it may not – obviously, it's not 3,000 pounds. I don't know. A couple hundred pounds probably <laughs> for each half. But it's not even the, the weight. It's just one of those things. It's so awkward to carry. So we had to set it up on, like, a railing. And then I think you went down the steps and I basically said, all right, here it yeah. comes and pushed it off. <laughs> we pushed your mahogany handmade bed over a ledge and let me and Annette's father like like punt returners like wait for it at the landing, you know, hoping the ball doesn't bounce in front of us yeah. and over our head type of deal. No. So we, we catch at the landing and then someone has to rush down while we try to angle it to get yeah. down those last few steps and oh it that was because would, by the time you get to the bottom of the steps the ceiling is low right so you got to flip it turn it twist it that disaster alone took us at least an hour well we thought that that was bad and then we drive it over here <laughs> oh i remember i remember my exact quote when we got that into your rental truck and it was well at least the hard part's done yeah boy did we <laughs> Boy, did we think that. Because you're moving downstairs. Moving into a basement. And it's... So I back the I back the truck into the driveway. We have a straight shot. We go down the ramp of the truck into the garage. 90 degree turn. Plenty of room. There's nothing in the garage. Yeah. 90 degree turn. Straight in the door. Straight down the basement steps. And then when you get to the bottom of the basement steps, there's a door on the left-hand side. So we got to go in the door. This is going to be simple. No problem. We get the thing down the steps. All right. All right, Kyle, make the turn. Um, I'm trying. What do you mean you're trying? Uh, it's as far as it'll go. Up, down, side to side. We tried every we combination. We tried every single combination. And now I also, I used to work for a moving company when I was in college. So 
I'm well versed on like being able to look at the angles and see, okay, if we just flip it this way, it'll go right through. Yeah. But I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, no, we've tried it. I mean, there's like four possible ways to try it. We tried it every way. Okay, maybe we'll try to go the opposite way then, around the corner, the opposite Long way. and then hallway, yeah. Yeah. No go. So at this point, we're standing there, halfway down the steps, <laughs> holding this massive dresser. Right. And I said, huh, I got a Sawzall out in the garage. So I went out in the garage, took out my Sawzall, and we cut out part of the wall. We carved like a jack-o'-lantern <laughs> the corner of one of your walls of the basement that you had just finished remodeling. Like, yeah. Not remodeling, renovating and revamping into a usable, right. livable basement. Yeah. It was and, a dungeon. And we took yeah. we cut right. a wall cut that out. <laughs> oh, but hey, it worked. Well, the bed fits now. And uh, when we move, the bed is being sold with the house. You're darn right. If you don't want yeah. it. You can burn it. I don't yeah. care if you burn it in the basement. Well, you're going to have to because either you're going to have to partially burn it in the basement yeah. and then carry it out piece by piece. Oh, that was madness. That was... Uh... So that's the wall I'm referencing when I talk yeah. about me doing construction during the APS renovation. But no, to go back to the original point of us talking about the a- the, the APS uh, move is when you... Seriously, when this house sells, because we're talking about putting a door on the outside, oh, you're yeah. going to insulate because you can hear uh, feet and talking above you in the, mm-hmm. on the main level. Yeah, TV, and, dog walking back and right. forth. So you're going to insulate it. We're going to put some uh, some sound paneling up, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. we, we've got all these grand ideas for it. And if somebody just sees a separate room with like an insulated ceiling. Oh, yeah, fully insulated. It's, it's, it's dungeon size. It's yep. about eight foot by six foot. Like yeah. you said, it's... Hmm, what uh, what was this used for? Crafting. Yeah. This is, this is Annette's uh, arts and crafts room. Yeah. She'd come down here. She'd scrapbook. Yeah. She'd sew. Just like to be secluded. Yeah. Quiet. Somebody would be chained up. What? Nothing. So, but that that is happening. I am excited about the APS move. Yeah, she, uh, Annette did say, she's like, I didn't realize how committed you guys were to this whole building a studio in the basement thing. happening. I don't think she has any idea. It's definitely happening. And once we start getting into our, you know, three-hour recording times, and we walk out of the APS, and it's like 10.30, and she's in bed. (laughs) (laughs) That's the bright side. It's right by your bedroom. You just walk over to bed. You're done. That's it. Oh, it's perfect. So I have something something potentially in the works for this weekend. I want to see if you're interested. Okay. What do you got going on this weekend? Well... (laughs) The last time we did this, I know, I burst your bubble. You just shut me down. Yeah, you thought that we were going to go golfing, but we're not. I don't think I have anything officially on the books this week. Nothing on Saturday night, huh? There's an outside chance something might happen in terms of a haunted attraction for me. Okay. But um, nothing is, like I said, nothing is on the books. It's funny you say outside chance. Oh, boy. No, no. Because I have a little bit of an idea. Okay. I'm going to be away Thursday, Friday, back on Saturday afternoon. Gotcha. I'll be here Saturday night, though. We're in that time of the year where it's a little, <sighs> little cool outside, a little crisp. You thinking of going FDR on me? A little fireside chat? I'm thinking of doing that. Now, we've talked about... I don't know if we've talked about it on the show or not. I don't know. We, but but the, like the equipment... I mean, I know that while you're listening, you hear the APS. You're like, wow, that place must be just elaborate and massive. And yeah. just miles of cables and wires. Yeah. 
Well, I hate to burst your bubble, but uh, it's about three pieces of equipment, a couple microphones, a couple cables, and uh, we're thinking about doing the show outside by the fire one night. Oh, just shooting the... And it's not going to be anything like this, you know, where... And to to anybody questioning, we don't really come in here and sit down and we don't have like a rundown of what we're going to talk about. We're literally just talking, but it would be... It would... Yeah. Few things that I'd like to get to. But. Oh, we have stories that that are, are kind of percolating, and but this fireside chat idea would literally be a bonus episode, if you will, and it would be off the cuff. There might be minutes of silence. That I mean, we could edit it out, but that take away the authenticity. Yeah. But that will count to the overall count. Yep, to get us to yep. that fifty. The closer we get to fifty, the closer we get to murder room APS. <laughs> I don't know if uh, Amazon's going to go for that name. We might have to rethink that. <laughs> you think so? So, I Fireside Chats is a brilliant idea, and the time here where we are is somewhat limited for that idea. Right. You unless have you a want window. it, yeah. Unless you want it blazingly hot in July, like we're in most places, or unless you want it, hey, it's snow, rain, and mud for six months. Right. So you've got the you've got a short window where we can get a Fireside Chat episode in. I think that's a great idea. I think we definitely need to do that. That needs and, to happen. Oh, I think we need to get one on the books. We can put yeah. Saturday as a, as a outside as a, chance for sure. As a tentative, yeah. And we'll see if it see if it pans out. Yeah. All but right. Speaking of Saturday, needed to get into the bartending duties you had. Oh, oh, you're less than last, a week ago. Last Saturday, less than okay. a week ago. How did I do? Just uh, tell, right off the well, bat, tell me how I, on a scale of one to ten. I'll tell you right now, you're a solid eight. Okay. I thought uh, there was a few times where you opened one of my beers and the uh, the tool used to open the tab slipped. <laughs> counted against oh, the, you. the little piece of copper pipe that is <laughs> crushed on one end. Yeah. Uh, I think you slipped a few times there. Yeah. Cost you cost you fractions. Yeah, I was nervous. And uh, but other than that, killed it. I had I, a great time doing that. I was bartending at. Well, I say bartending in very heavy air quotes. Right. Bartending at. Um, at Pulaski Days, the big Pollock celebration here yep. in Grand Rapids. Oh, that was fun. And I was at Diamond Hall from... I I backed it off. I was going to do 12 to 8, but at the last minute I decided... Because I was still kind of sick at the end of last week. Right. So I said to them, like, on Thursday, I'm like, can I please just do, like, I don't know, 2 to 8 or something? Because it, I could have easily left... Like, they, they, they would have let me leave early. But I feel bad because the later in the day it gets, the more busy, busy it gets. So I was like, can I just come in a couple hours later? So I did... Two to two to eight instead, and I had a blast. I'm America's worst bartender by far. You mentioned that I am so bad, but uh, what really made it fun was the people that showed up. So there were a bunch of people that uh, are listeners to both radio show and I mean, I'm more than likely this podcast because I just ate you know, kind, kind of kind of on the same level. Makes sense. So uh, one guy came up and he ordered a drink and it was a drink that no one at the bar had ever, me and my colleagues, none of my bartender colleagues had ever heard of this. He ordered, it was like, I don't even know. It was like vermouth uh, something and something and vodka and everyone's just like, like, I don't know what it is, but for all I know, it could actually be a drink. But I'm, so I turned to, and I was like, do you know what that is? And this girl, Melissa's like. Those don't go together. Oh. That is definitely not a drink. She's like, you might want to go, because he was ordering it for his wife, or so he says. Like, you might want to go ask your wife, because 
I don't want to be responsible for just giving her a, like a cup of garbage. Yeah, absolute garbage. So he came back. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, you were right. It was, it was completely wrong." So that was fun. We a lot of fun people came up, and then there were, uh, and there was Dawn and Teresa. Is that what their names were? Dawn and Teresa. So I convinced my folks to come down. It was my uh, it was my my old man's fifty eighth birthday this nice. weekend. On Sunday, so on Saturday, I said, hey, why don't we go try this thing out? I had verbally obligated up the podcast last mm-hmm. time, so I knew I was coming down. I talked the old man into coming down, and that was my first time ever seeing it, and that is a... It was fun. It's very different. Oh, yeah. It's very different, yeah, and um, you, we were upstairs for part of it, and then you switched bars, and when we went downstairs... I didn't even notice. I wasn't watching. My dad was facing where you were bartending. And he said, those ladies haven't left. What are you talking about? He goes, those two. What two? He goes, those two. Like, just look, you know. And so I look and uh, it turns out you were describing uh, the lovely Dawn and Teresa. Who I didn't have any interactions with. But I had multiple nonverbal interactions with you <laughs> via text, via text, and by body language yeah. about Dawn and Teresa. Well, let's see. I think I, I'm sure I still have the text here. Um, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, um, it says right here. Okay, I texted you. I said entirely too drunk women over here driving me nuts. You said what's she wearing? I replied. An ugly mask. <laughs> nah, wasn't a Halloween party. Let you people deduce what he's talking about. And then I said, they temporarily left. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. You replied, they're smoking. Your time is limited. Because yeah. you, you guys had just left. But the, my first interaction with uh, with them is... Now, it's weird because I, I'm always a bartender at the upstairs bar. And at the upstairs bar... You walk up, you order your drink, and then you leave. Like, no one stands at the bar. There's no stools at the bar. Yeah. It's basic, It's like a speed bar. You show up, grab your drink, and go. Yeah. And there are tables all over the place, and people are sitting there and eating and everything. At the downstairs bar, it was throwing me off because people were just hanging out at the bar. Yeah. So they walk up, and they, I said to them, oh, what can I get you, ladies? And Teresa looks at me, like, through these glassy eyes, and I don't even know yet. Okay, cool. Uh, well, just let me know when you when you want it. So she orders something, and I start making. You're making it wrong. Oh no. Yeah, you're right. I probably am making yeah, it wrong. Right. Like I know, but is is it really going to matter to you? No, you can't tell a yeah. difference right now if it was rum or diet coke or water. Yeah, look at yourself. Like yeah. just look in the mirror. So then, at one point, they went out to smoke, and they do. Hey, sugar, how about you wash our drinks? Nobody slips anything in them. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that that'll happen. I mean, the the Polish frat party we were at, (laughs) right? Yeah, Igor over there really looks like he's pining for you. Yeah. So they left it. Shocking, no one came up to slip anything in their drinks. Can you imagine? And then 15 minutes later, Dawn comes back. Where's Teresa? Oh, I'm worried about her now. Right. Don, where's Teresa? You know, because I've gotten to know them at this point. You're, yeah, you're on a personal level. Personal level. I'm the bartender. I hear everyone's stories, everyone's problems. I don't know where she is. I, she, I lost her and she was out smoking. Okay. Oh, boy. Cool. Like a half hour later, Teresa finally makes her way back in. 
and she's pissed. Like, she's really pissed at Dawn because <laughs> Dawn left her out there by herself. Did she get lost? I saw the smoking area. It, there had a retaining wall, and it was like a 10 by 10 square. Maybe she was just, like, <laughs> on the, doing laps. On the other side. Yeah, like a dog. Like, hello? Where am I? Oh, man. Dawn. So they, oh, boy, did they have a falling out right in front of they you? They did, but they patched it up, and everything oh, was God. everything was good. And it ended up being a really fun night, despite having to deal with drunk Dawn and drunk Teresa. No Yeah, you, like, lived through a Matthew McConaughey... <laughs> Uh, what's the the one uh, horse faced actress from Sex and the City? Oh, uh, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, Sarah Jessica. Yeah. You yeah. lived yeah, through you one of it. those two's uh, romantic comedies. Yeah, it like, was terrible. Like they got together, there was the brief falling out. You know, mm-hmm. at the, it's, it's about an hour and twenty into the movie. They got sullen music. One of them's like walking outside. In this case, the one yeah. who couldn't find the door. Wait, let's see if we have any music for that. Oh yeah, uh, I don't know. We only have we only have four choices. Uh, surely one of these will work fine. One of them's gonna fit uh, in, right? Happy B Surf. No, no, no that's too a little, happy. little too upbeat. Uh, this is very grungy. Mm, I'm not feeling it though. Oh, no, that's our closing. That's music, our right? closer. But in my mind. All right. Well, maybe next time we'll, we'll find some music. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'd only have the royalty-free catalog to choose yeah. from. Yeah, exactly. By the way, that music uh, compliments of Kevin McLeod from Incompetech.com. We've, uh, we've played Malt Shop Bop already today, which I know that you know is our intro music. Also played Twisted, uh, Happy Bee Surf. And our closer is Pulse coming up uh, in about 45 minutes at the end yep, of this episode. Perfect. That's absolutely perfect. But yeah, it was a lot of fun doing that. I look forward to it every year, even though I kind of dread it every year, too. Oh, because I, I'm, I get so much so much anxiety when it starts getting crowded. And there's three or four people. And they're like, oh, give me a, a nipple twister with a side of tangerine. And make it salted. <laughs> what? what? I don't, is that like a beer? Because <laughs> I can do it. A 24-ounce Bud Light. <laughs> this one or this one? <laughs> no, and... Uh, I found something out, and this is this is my own personal revelation. I I sent out a tweet before heading down to to see how you were doing. Oh yeah, and I was just searching for Polish names, last names, and I figured out now you don't even need like a name generator. No. no. In my, so here's what you do: two consonants, the letter Z, <laughs> fill it in with three characters of your choice. Ski. Yeah, and that's your Polish last name. So my I went by. Igor Pibzlitsky <laughs> or Pibilski. <laughs> that was me. How do you spell P- uh, that's P-B-Z. Y-L-S-K-I? Oh, so it's Pibzilski. <laughs> but maybe the B is silent. Maybe it's that's true. Bazilski. Bazilski. <laughs> Igor Pzilski came down to check on you. Yeah. That oh, yeah. was uh, no, that was that was fun, and I know uh, I know my dad had a good time. That was good. Yeah, it was good to see your parents. I haven't seen them. Oh since yeah, probably your wedding, right? Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. That was so fun. that was our second adventure of the week. Yeah, we had of course the Champions Bowling League. Oh, last Thursday, I almost forgot. <clears throat> I bowled. I bowled last week. Did boy did I bowl last week? I don't even want to get into my frustrations right now because yeah, I bad. here's how we've talked about it literally at the bowling alley. 
One day, there will be a 30 for 30 about my bowling. <laughs> the week, or the first week we went, I think my first game was like a 65, something in the 60s. And then I increased the next two games. I finished with like a 108. And I was thrilled right. with it, right? That's quite a jump. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> setting the stage for next week. You're going to start off hot, only get better. Came in last week, bowled like a 56. <laughs> You nearly had a, because I, I would give away prizes at yes. the end of every game for high game and low game, because yeah. it's called the Bad Bowlers League. Yeah. Like, half the people there don't care. Yeah. Are just there because it's fun. Sure, it's a know, bowling league. Have a couple then, yeah. beers with some friends on a Thursday night. So, I purposely tried to call you out, because I go up there and, okay, who's got the high game? Oh, we got a 225. Oh, who's got the low game? Kyle with a fifty-five. I was up on the I was up on the lane. I wanted nothing to do with yeah. you because I knew where this was headed. And yeah, nope, not going to acknowledge it. Not going to nope. acknowledge it. Thank goodness, some schlub came through <laughs> with like a forty-four, like a forty-three, nearly impossible. Yeah. I, Dawn and Teresa could have bowled a forty-five <laughs> for crying out loud. Yeah. So I didn't exactly bowl the low game, but uh, didn't start off the way I wanted. Well, the second game was my best game, and it wasn't great. I'm not a good bowler. I bowled like a 120 something, but of course, my journey to the to, to the top is stalled by none other than my own wife. <laughs> oh yeah, she bowled I the for, high game of I our team about that. through yeah. two weeks. So four of us bowling three games a night, two weeks. That's yeah. 24 games. Yeah, because I had the high game from our first week, which was right. like a 134. Yeah. So uh, here it is, man. I, we're already playing out the intro music of 30 for 30. You know. Yeah. What if I told you? Yeah, what if I told you this guy bowled a 56 and then came back to bowl a 148? Yeah, and it's just me in the background, you know, with like one arm in the air as I'm walking off the alley mobbed by people, you know? Well, I bowled like a 124, which, okay, laugh all you want. That's a pretty good bowling (laughs) run. Yeah, that's a pretty good game for me. Respectable. And uh, my freaking wife drops a 139 hammer on on me. And if I recall right, I think I think even an I think a net maybe threw like a one thirty. I came yeah. in third. I have not finished higher than third <laughs> on your own team. Six games. <laughs> I've gone fourth, third, third, fourth, third, third, and that's what's infuriating. I I, I don't really care, but boy, it'd be nice, you know, to yeah. to have a little uptick because outside of that game, my wife pulled like a an eighty two. Yeah, and then like a, a ninety one. Well, it's you like that one aberration, man, that just ruined my night. Well, you were actively campaigning against her too. Whenever yeah, she bad. would go up, you you would boo her. Yeah, boo! No, no, you don't need to knock those down. Now leave that seven pin. It's fine there. Sit down, loser. <laughs> Who said that? Nobody hits the splits anymore. Get out of there. Well, what, Annette actually is. The blame got deflected, thank goodness. Yeah. Because towards the end of that game, it was probably the seventh or eighth frame. I don't even know what exactly she said, but it's something along the lines of, oh, look how good Katie's doing. Yeah. Oh, Katie hasn't missed one in ten frames, which, I mean, you may as well have just, like, you know, taken her ball and just put it back in the rack and yeah. told her to go home. Was it was it a double gutter? In my memory, that's what it's going to be in hindsight. It was less than five pins total. Yeah, the next it might have been a gutter and like two pins. Oh, it was so bad. And then so the next three frames, because she probably could have bowled like a one eighty, 
But Annette says this and gets in her in Katie's head, and so next thing she like sixteen pins the next three frames yeah. total, right? Still not enough for me to overcome it, but no big deal, right? Exactly. And uh, so yeah, I'm actively sixteen is pretty good for some of us. I'm actively rooting against her during the end of this game, but yeah. So I finish fourth, third, third, fourth, third, third, second time in a row. <laughs> I'm out for vengeance. I'm out for blood. Well, we don't have. Uh, we're not bowling again for another we have three weeks. Like, coming a week, I'm going to lose the magic now. I think you should uh, maybe in that time go get yourself a ball. Yeah. Get yourself some shoes. Get yourself one of those like towels that yeah. you put the ball in. I need to glare at people too when I'm there because maybe they're not following like the unwritten rules. Yeah. Like you, you, you know how it is, and most people understand when you're bowling. Like if you're on a lane next to somebody. You don't walk up at the same time. Right. You know, you let the person, whatever. No, I, I'm going to take that to like a whole new level. Like if you're within three lanes of me and you're above a library whisper, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be issues. And I took video oh, the guy, yeah, the guy of next that to us. wild man, that wild bro with oh, the bowling he ball. he was a bro. I don't remember if he did, but in my head... I picture him with an upside-down visor on. Oh, boy. Uh, that's the way I'm going to remember him. But he was the one that had um, he had gym shorts. Was it a tank top? Sleeveless. Like Sle- a, yeah, yeah. With a sleeveless T-shirt yep. tucked in. Yep. It was the classy look. And um, so everybody's familiar. There's two ways to throw a bowling ball. You know, you, you put the old English on it, the old hook. Yeah. And that's, you know, better to get to get strikes. Or you just throw it and see how straight you can do it. <laughs> That's what it. I do. I do. I throw it straight. Yeah. When I was like 18, 19, I would try to put a little little spin on it. But then yeah. you realize, boy, that's just wild and it's going yeah. near the gutter. And you're just asking to break your wrist. Yeah. Well, this kid never learned the proper way to do either. So he's taking, he's walking up like, I don't even know how to describe how he, he would be holding it. It was like he didn't have his fingers in the holes like he was almost like cradling it in his hand and elbow with his forearm. Yeah, it was like a baby he didn't want. Yeah. So he's got it in his forearm and it's just his hand around it and then he would like do a mini sprint up to the lane and just heave it like a baby shot putter. Right. And just watch and it would just it was one of the, it didn't end up spinning. It would just it was like rotating as it moved <laughs> straight down the lane. So you'd see him and he'd knock down like six pins or five pins. And then it'd be so funny because then Annette would go up next to him to contrast. And Annette, this bowling alley has speeds yeah, of how fast you're throwing the bowling ball. And on average, I mean, you and I are probably 15 to 17 to 18, right. things like that. And I don't know what the, the, the kids was, but Annette was at like 6.6. Mm-hmm. Like it's really trickling yeah. down the lane and she's getting like seven yeah, she's pins knocking down more pins than him next to this massively violent teenage bro just heaving the ball yeah. and i always had this little fear too there was a guy who was uh bowling to our left who was more of a drop bowler so it would literally like he'd walk up like he was in the middle but then he dropped the bowling ball like a quarter second too early so instead of throwing it down the lane it went boom Oh, and yeah. then would roll down. So, oh, God. Like, it shocks you almost, yeah. you know? But um, that was the least exciting of the night. So I was excited after week one because you mentioned lane switch all the time. Like, oh, yeah. thank goodness. We told every, we told you about Captain Bowling last yeah. week. And so I was excited that we were going to be moving 
from Captain Bowling this week, right? Boy, that didn't seem to matter, did it? It did not matter. We mentioned how he paced, and I feel like he picked us out of the crowd. He did, because he found us quick, early. Yeah. Like, we were barely there, yeah. and he was like, hey, guys, how's it going? And it was like, it's weird when you meet somebody who, in their mind, you know them, like, you know each other so much better. Right. Like, to him, we're old friends at this point. Because you would be up there bowling, and for whatever reason, Captain Bowling took it. Uh, he really took a liking to making fun of you, which I am 100% in support of and okay with, and would egg him on at every chance I get. Right. Like, oh, look at this loser up here again. Way he threw that one. <laughs> so he walks up and he's like, oh man, this guy again. I love giving. I, 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 it is so much fun giving him crap every week. I'm like every week. Like I mean, technically, yes, you are correct. It's been every week, both week one and the first three yeah. minutes of week two. But what are you doing, man? No, it was unbelievable. So I, the only story I have outside of just the general irritants that we talked about last time is this was actually when you were bowling. And this was after the conversation had happened. When you came back, I had to look at Annette and Katie and say, do not tell him one thing about what just happened. Oh, I forgot about this. Because I need to tell him about that on Tuesday, and he can't know about it. Oh, no. And uh, it's nowhere near the revelation. Okay. It's nowhere near the revelation of last week of where... He's a furry. Yeah, no. This is just one example of no filter. Okay, or a, a badly okay. broken social social filter. Right. So you're up, and Annette has a beautiful policy that I don't know how she gets away with it. It seems like she's always in the seat facing away from him, <laughs> yeah. and maybe that has something to do with maybe she just slowly rotates the chair, yeah. and I don't see yeah, it because they're those swivel chairs. Yeah, or maybe he just doesn't take a liking as much as to me. <laughs> I, I don't know, right? So. She just ignores him. Mm-hmm. He could say five sentences. She won't nod. She yep. won't look. She'll take a bite of pizza. <laughs> and then she'll like get a drink of beer and then say something totally off topic to one of us. Mm-hmm. Okay. For some reason, I am not that blessed. So you're bowling. And it's me, my wife, and your girlfriend. And she, and all of a sudden, and I, I, there's no other way to describe it. I'm looking at you as you're bowling. And all, from behind, I hear... Jesus, what? I don't have to make a lunch tonight. <laughs> like a three-second silence. I'm not, I'm not biting that. I'm yeah. not. Yeah, okay. We've got a barbecue at work. Oh. And then he starts to sit down. And he starts talking about this barbecue. And I, I held a hand in his face. And I said, do you have any idea what you just did? <laughs> and he's laughing and laughing. I go... Oh, the dude, clown laugh. Yeah, dude, that doesn't make a, se- a lick of sense in any universe. Yeah. I don't know where you work. Don't tell me. I don't. <laughs> like. Oh, he would, too. Oh, I'd get the whole rundown. See, I, I can't think of anything more out of context that if you held a hand in my face right now and said, you know, my dad's dying. Like, it's yeah. the other spectrum, but it's that equally shocking. Like, right. it doesn't make any sense. And. I, I, I gave him a mini lecture. 
I didn't feel good doing it because this is a grown adult. Is that why he kind of kept his distance for the rest? Because I noticed at one point that he kind of... It may have been. Drifted off. I made it very clear that is not okay. Not here. Not at home. Not at work. Not with friends. I didn't go that far. (laughs) I did tell him, like, you can't do that. That is unbelievable to me. Oh, boy, did that one take me out. I... Katie and Annette are just laughing. It's funny after after all he's said and as much as he's made fun of you and what truly set you off was him saying that he didn't have to make lunch tomorrow because he was going to a barbecue. Like that was the nail in the coffin. You're like, nope, can't take it anymore. No, and I was more upset the week before when he wouldn't stay out of my personal space. Yeah. But this is the, the one that I finally had happen. I go, okay, dude. You got to be told, you know, about some rights and and what's normal, yeah, social behavior for crying out loud. That was absolutely astonishing to me. Well, there was one point that I forgot to make last week. I didn't realize until after we finished recording that I didn't tell the most uncomfortable part of my whole interaction with Captain Bowling was after I had either gotten a strike or picked up a spare or something, and it was one of those times where he was standing. Like, right, he was my backpack. He was basically hanging on me. Yeah. As I bowled. And I, like I said, either either picked up the spare or got a strike. Turned around. He's right there. He reaches out, puts both of his hands on my shoulders, and pulls me in. And for a brief second, I thought, this man is going to kiss me. And then he did this weird, like, bro hug chest bump thing. He's, oh. And I just thought. I'm really happy he didn't kiss me <laughs> because he did that. He, I think he's done that to all four of us in one shape, one way, shape or form. Yeah. He can't decide with a high five, a handshake. Yeah. Cause if it's like a high five, which I'm not interested in, he, but at like, least he that grabs your hand, he'll like pull it down. Right. Like it's at long. least, it, at least at bowling a high five or like a fist bump or something. Yeah. It's a little bit like, I'm not a fist bump guy. I'm not mm-hmm. a high five guy. But in the in that environment, okay, like I, you know, had a, a, a good ball. I had a good ball in one right. frame. One of the guys on the other team was like, hey, nice, man. Gave me a little fist bump. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that's cool. But I, this was so beyond Just that. Just a little bit too much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought I was getting kissed by another guy. <laughs> Look, that's that, that may be your lifestyle. That's great. Yeah. Made me a little uncomfortable because, you know. Not my lifestyle. That and this man is a bit of a ogre. Yeah. Buffoon. Yeah. Goon. Yeah. Socially inept. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think we got the descriptors out. A, B, C, D. Yep. Yep. All of them. Oh. All of them. Well, I I did need to come clean here, Steve. Uh, I did not watch presidential debate this week. You know, I watched... uh, I watched some highlights of it. Mm-hmm. I know all about Ken Bone. Yeah, boy, I, I tell you what, I didn't watch it, and I'm already fed up with that on Twitter. <laughs> Ken Bone um, got offered a porn deal. Really? Yeah. Um, I actually have a story about it right here. I was going to bring it up. Uh, internet hero Ken Bone offered big bucks from a porn company to take people to the Bone Zone. The Bone Zone, Absolutely. Of now, Ken Bone, uh, if you're not familiar, if you didn't watch the debate, you probably know who he is as the guy in the red cable knit sweater. Uh, he was he asked a question at the debate. He's an undecided voter. 
he asked a question about something about the energy, I don't know, an energy crisis. Yeah. Uh, but basically asking both the candidates, how are you going to deal with this? What are your thoughts on on this, this, this? Well, he stole the show because he looks like a character from the old kids game, Guess Who? Where you <laughs> say, do you have uh, green eyes? Nope, yeah. not. And you flip the little tile down. Well, he looks like the living embodiment of that. And he uh, he... Everybody loves him, and for whatever reason, he is the new. He's the new meme. He's the new it. Well, and let me rank quickly because I don't know. As much as I enjoy social media and Twitter and the feedback on, for my money, it's mostly sports. It's a lot of sports. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what is number one for me. Crying Jordan. He's <laughs> my number one most yeah. hated thing I've ever encountered. Okay. But the only competition I've encountered so far is Harambe. Harambe, yeah, that's that's been pretty prevalent the last couple of months. We're 48 hours in. And Ken Bone is Ken already... Bone's making a run. Whoa. Because, is he number three? Or and it's he, not his fault, too. He's top ten? Oh, he's right now he's probably third or fourth. That's a poor I can't... guy because he, he genuinely seems like one of the nicest people in the world. Right. He's 34. You see his picture, you're going to guess. No, he's not. Yes. He is 34 years old and, by all accounts, a great guy. I would have thought he was 50. I know. he, But he's very nice. He's look been at on him right now. Oh, yeah. Look at that face. He's been on podcasts already. He has a Twitter account with more than, like, 50,000 followers. But the thing is, he had all – he had – like, he was already – it's not like he just created them either. Like, he, people are retweeting stuff that he tweeted sure. years ago. Yeah. And – so, again, in this regard, it's not his fault. But, boy, do I hate it right now. Everything. Like, hey, ladies, bones on her. Like, it's the eight millionth time I've seen it on Twitter. Yeah. Okay, so, like, come tweet at me a Harambe meme. You get one warning in your block. That's a promise. I'm at zero with crying Jordan. <laughs> tweet at me any crying Jordan. So, you're out. So, what you're saying is, for listeners of this podcast, you'd like them to... To show their appreciation for the podcast by tweeting at you, a or at KPAFF3587. That's correct. Tweet all of the Ken Bone, Harambe, Crying Jordan memes. Possibly combine them all into like a super meme. I tell you what, I'd have to show some respect for a Ken Bone crying Harambe. (laughs) Something like that, right? I'd have to show some respect. But um, it's. I think I grow so frustrated with that because... If this was seven years ago, I'd, <laughs> yeah. that's really good. That's funny. Crying Jordan's the football and the football misses yeah. the field goal. <laughs> but no, now I feel like I see Crying Jordan. Every tweet is, that's it. Shut down the internet, boys. Yeah. This one wins it. And I just want to burn my laptop. I'm, you know? I'm not tired of Ken Bone yet. I'm sure I will be. Like um, earlier in the summer, it was Chewbacca Mom. Oh, yeah. And I hung on for a while with Chewbacca yeah. Mom. And I, I really wanted to like Chewbacca Mom because Candace Payne, that was her name. Was that her name? I really wanted to hang on with her because I was like, this is just a woman who is loving life. Yeah, she's enjoying she things. She finds joy in the in the simple things. But then, uh, like, when I – she started getting showered with gifts and she has, like, a country music album. And Get out of here. She She's like a country singer. Oh, no. Yeah. 
I mean, kudos to her for cashing in. I don't blame anybody for oh, cashing I don't, in. Oh, I don't right? blame her at all. Yeah. I don't blame her at all. But. Is there anything, though, I mean, we've, we've been around since and active on the internet since it became what it is right. today. Yeah, I remember is, going to... I remember going to college my freshman year, and it was like, oh, my God, my roommate has a laptop computer. Like, it's just sitting there. And it's got AOL on it. It's not on a desk. Yeah. You guys. He takes it to class. It's baffling. But is there anything meme-wise, trend-wise that you see that you said, ugh, okay, get it out of here. I can't handle it any longer. Um Nothing that affects me on that that great of a level. Another one that I see I way too much is the ancient aliens guy. Oh yeah, that That's, guy is. Stop yeah. it! Just stop. If you're listening to this, stop it. Yeah, you need to stop. You need to that be one, slapped on the wrist. That one's pretty. Yeah, I mean that. That's. I mean, it's met its. It, it's it's run its course. You'd think so. It's okay. Right? It's just. It's astonishing. Well, Ken Bone here. Um, the adult website. Can I guess? Yeah, go ahead. Brazzers. Not Brazzers. Not Brazzers. You will not guess this one. It's not vivid. Nope. Red tube. Nope. Really? You, I'm telling you. Not going to get it. Yeah, all you right. might as well. All right. You know, I mean, like like you just mentioned, all the heavy hitters, Brazzers. Yeah. Uh, Red Tube, Red Porn tube, Hub. Yeah. But a close number, uh, you know, 58 to all of those. <laughs> Cam Soda. Cam Soda. Cam Soda. I'm assuming a specialty site for girls who would like to undress on, on their cameras. I guess. Is Ken Bone going to undress on camera? Well, dear Mr. Kenneth Bone, I hope this letter finds you well. During last night's debate, you captivated the world with your question about energy, your red pullover, and quite honestly, you just being you. While Donald and Hillary continued to bicker, we were especially distraught that your questions didn't receive the appropriate attention it deserved. With that being said, I would like to formally extend an offer to you to participate in a live show broadcast from our from our platform, camsoda.com, to our millions of fans. Oh, let's not lie to me yeah. right now. Okay, just because you get millions of clicks, yep. it's literally guys Googling or binging for porn. The show can cater to your specificities, but we were thinking uh, you could take us all to the bone zone oh, of course, and tell slash show us what you're all about. In return for your participation in a live hour-long broadcast via our site. Let me guess. 50,000. No. My lower high. You're low. low. Camsoda.com <laughs> Cam has this kind of slush fund. They do. Steve, we're doing this wrong. We don't need a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we just got to start aggregating porn videos and throw them on a domain space. In return for your participation in a live hour-long broadcast via our site, we will pay you $100,000 and provide you with 25 throwaway cameras to use at your disposal. Because that was the other thing, is that uh, Ken Bone doesn't have a smartphone. He takes pictures with disposable cameras. Seriously? (laughs) Yeah. Who knows? Maybe you'll decide to announce you're running for president. <laughs> and don't fret. We're pros at this stuff. Cam Soda is a leading adult entertainment oh, webcam platform and has a fully functioning live stream cam house 
where models share their lives with the rest of the world. Oh, I've seen, I've seen a horror movie about that, where uh, oh, yeah. cam girls get stalked and yeah. murdered by creepy people, yeah. in some cases, who may or may not look like Ken Bone. We recently launched the first ever live stream virtual reality experience to overwhelming success. Now that I'm impressed with. This is a press release at this point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what this has turned into. We truly appreciate your consideration to our offer and look forward to the possibility of working together soon. In the interim... Please feel free to check out camsoda.com for more details. So is it signed by somebody? Oh, of course. Let me guess the CEO's name. Okay. Like Brody Hansen. (laughs) No, it is not. It is not Brody Hansen. Like Camden with a Y. (laughs) Like Chaz. (laughs) Two Zs. What's what's the CEO? What's this idiot's name? Uh, Darren Lundeen. Darren Lundeen? Oh, yeah, my goodness. He's the president of camsoda.com. Let me ask you this, Steve. You're 34, looks like 50 Ken Bone. Mm-hmm. You get offered $100,000. Obviously, the specifics are not there in that letter. Well, kind of. Well, it doesn't say that he well, has to. Well, I mean, at to... least you know it's an hour long. It, you're getting $100,000 for one hour of your work. You can assume... That it will be a nude embarrassment. Well, yeah. Is Lundeen offering like one of the girls in the cam house? Or is it just Ken Bone getting nude and standing in front of the camera <laughs> shaking his stuff? Uh, you know, I don't know. That's what like, I mean. So yeah. let's say, knowing what we know, which is not very much, hundred grand. you are single. Yeah. What do you do? And I look like him? Let's say you get to look like you. I look like me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know why that would matter to me. If I look like him or if I look like me You're or fine if I look with like, doing a one-hour nude like show. freaking Big Bird. I don't yeah. care. What does I'm it matter at that point? Yeah, $100,000. Yeah, instead of Steve, you're Ken Bone. You yeah. look like you, though. You're Literally, just your name has changed. You asked an energy question at the presidential debate. Right. You get offered $100,000 from camsoda.com. What do you do? You, you do it? I'm there. Yeah. You're going to do it. You, you have can't, no, no I issue. can't get there quick enough. I mean, it's a hundred thousand dollars an hour. Hundred thousand dollars. That's a good rate. Now, if I can call up old Darren Lundeen and and negotiate like free membership to the website, I think that kind of yeah. goes without saying. Yeah, if um, you don't get the pro membership or whatever the upgraded right. membership is, right, and you're getting the raw deal out of that. Yeah, I definitely do it. What about you? Hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm not a prude. I don't. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, in this hypothetical universe where my name is Ken Bone and let's say I'm single. Uh, yeah, in a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? Why I, do I care? Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't be there quick enough. What's the worst thing somebody's going to type to me? A crying Jordan? <laughs> this thing would have been, like, if this was me, it would it would have been deal. done. done the, like, the video, the hour, it would have right. been done already. Yeah. I would have done it the next day. Yeah. That's that's incredible. Yeah, I, I do feel like a bad citizen, though. I, I did, like, so I, I'm, I'm aware of the Ken Bone hysteria. Right. I'm also aware that Debate 2 went... Down the same road as debate one. Yep. With a lot of name calling. And I, I saw the images from the Trump press conference with the, uh, oh, yeah, the, with the accusers. What before. A- that looked like a, a weird local, like it looked like a, a police briefing out of making a murder on Netflix. Yeah. Like a creepy dude, three other people, yeah. uh, 25 people with like a grainy camera facing them. Like, yeah. That is, it's just astonishing. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah, it. The one thing about Trump is he really excels in playing that that guy, that bad guy. Mm-hmm. You know, the the heel. No one likes him, and he's like, 
Yeah? So what? Yeah, so who cares if that audio got released of me? Yeah. Here's what I'm going to do. Your husband did this. Oh, yeah. and here's the women he did it with. It's insane. It's just Isn't that crazy? trying to throw up. And, I mean, at this point, I think the majority of the country can agree this election's probably over. Statistically, I think it's probably over. I would be... My prediction right now, I'm going to say this, October the 11th, I have... I think it's 49 to 39 to fill in the blank for Johnson and Stein. Yeah. Or Steen, however you're going to say her name. But I, I don't think he cracks 40. I really, really don't. I really don't. See, I don't know. I mean, if, if it's because so many instances, granted, this has been the biggest one in the last year that we've been talking about Donald Trump running for president. Um, there have been so many instances where you've said, this is it. This is what's going to do him in. Yeah. And his numbers get stronger. Like yeah. there was the, I mean, when he first announced, when he said that all Mexicans are uh, like drug dealers and rapists. Yeah. The Mexicans are raping our women type of deal. Yeah. Okay. Oh man. That's, that's definitely going to do him in. Finish nope. line. Yeah. What? And then when he said, I could stand in the middle, I'm, I'm so popular. I could stand in the middle of fifth Avenue and shoot someone right. and my numbers would get stronger. Well, they did. I mean, his numbers went up. And now it's like, man, this guy is like, he's he's untouchable at this point. It, to the people who are already voting for him. Right. I mean, he's not like that audio that was released last week. I don't think it's going to change anyone's. No, no. Like way. anyone who was voting for him, they just didn't hear that. Yeah. They don't care. Which is ridiculous. No, we didn't I mean, talk about how we were going to uh, approach this off uh, before we recorded, but. But how many Halloween costumes this year? I asked this to a group of friends Saturday. Are going to be semblance of grab them by the P. Oh yeah, yeah. That. Um, well, I've, well, I've got I, a great idea for it. Okay, well, let me break it down. <laughs> well, I've noticed the the, the trend. Uh, obviously, the um, the three heavy hitter Halloween costumes are going to be that. Yeah. Uh, Ken Bone. Oh yeah. And I've already seen links where you can buy. Uh, Kim Kardashian was gonna being ask... robbed with uh, like a, a gag in her mouth so, and and hands tied together. Didn't that get? I think that got yanked. Because, oh, I don't know. And I, a just... lot, I, I saw a news story. I was going to ask you about it because well, they. I think that what they did was to get around it. They just changed the name to it, like Parisian kidnapping. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Come on. I have. Uh, I mean, I just ordered something for my Halloween costume this year. And you should be able to guess what type of apparel I ordered by the title Celebrity Chef Wig. Oh, uh, well, it can only be Guy Fieri. You're darn right it's Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri, I'm yeah, sorry. Please. Yeah. I, mean, I show, forgot in Italian, uh, R's are pronounced as T's. Show the man of Flavortown, the mayor of Flavortown, some respect, please. Okay. He's trying to take you on a trip and indulge you in a new experience in yeah. Flavortown. At Spiceville, okay, and <laughs> driving, at all the stops. Yeah, driving his, his classic car. and One thing I noticed about that, and if you turn on the Food Network, anytime from Friday at 5.30 to Sunday at 6 p.m., you're going to see He's Triple on. D. You yeah. will see diners, drive-ins, and dives, and odds are the remote's going to end up being set down. You're going to say, yeah, <laughs> just forget it. And uh, you're going to end up watching six hours yeah. of Triple D. I've done it. I have no shame in See, it. See, um, I'm I don't I don't like it. I'm not a big fan. Granted, we don't have cable anymore, so yeah. but 
Um, even when I did, I couldn't watch it because I don't like watching people eat. Oh, okay. And and with him, he's like he's even worse than just the regular person yeah. eating because he takes he takes the big fourteen layer cheeseburger somehow manages to unhinge his his jaw. He's amazing at that. Shoves the thing in there. He doesn't even chew it yet, and he's already like, Ugh. I can taste the cayenne pepper. Shut up. You're disgusting. Therein lies my issue with celebrity chef wig Guy Fieri. Yeah. Okay? Because here's what I want. I want eight years down the road financially broken, divorced, kids hate him guy. Because I want guy walking into this diner. Look at this dump. Treating it like John Taffer. Right. Right. For Uh, Bar rescue. And then I want guy to go back and literally while this chef is cooking up whatever waffle burger dipped in syrup with 18 strips of bacon and coated in ranch dressing burger, right? And I want to... What is this mess? And he takes a bite and spits it on the plate. I want given up, downtrodden yeah. guy. Back in my day. Let me tell you. And then he passes out and his face is in the fryer. Just edits of him when you see him reach behind for his flask. Oh, cut again. Guy's drinking. Guy's been drinking. Oh, I do not like that guy. Speaking of... oh, To get back to my initial point before I talk about... Uh, this uh, this brief thing I want to talk about for Halloween, I did need to come clean that I could not watch the debate Sunday night, Steve, because my stomach was in knots. Now, you're never in a million years going to guess why Sunday evening my stomach was in knots. Was there, uh, there a wrestling pay-per-view? Boy, was there! Was it No Mercy? It was WWE No Mercy, yeah. Steve. I actually knew that. Did I'm you so really? I'm yeah. stunned you got it. Well, it was... Um, there's one website I go to just for looking for stuff for, right. the, for the radio show. It's probably Bleacher Report is something no, like that. No, it's uh, – I forget what it is because it's a website that you wouldn't expect. But every sing- – like the day after every single WWE event, I know they it. they tell you – it might be Uprocks? Yeah, it's Uprocks. It's Uprocks. Uprocks. Like I, the, I read Uprocks. <laughs> the best and worst of yeah, WWE up. No Mercy. Yeah. So – I, I I talked about this, and I have no shame at this point. We talked about it on the on the on the first time we had this podcast yeah. that I get it. It's stupid. I still enjoy it. Well, I got back into wrestling because WWE does a free month of their whatever network, so I would never buy a pay per view of theirs. It's sixty dollars. Yeah. It's not worth it. But they have their own network, so it's ten dollars a month. You get their pay per view every month for that price, right? Oh, well, that's good. Oh, it's I, fig- I figured you would still have to pay something for no. the pay-per-view. Nine ninety nine a month right now. And you get their whole back catalog of mm-hmm. everything from you know the 70s until now. Every pay-per-view live you want. So um, I started back. This is November of 2014. The only reason I remember this is because it comes full circle to Sunday night. So the main event, I, I walked back into wrestling cold. No idea who right. anything was, you know, outside yeah. of the few big names that you see in mainstream media, right? Oh, well, there's a guy who the main event. His name's Dolph Ziggler, little fella, mm-hmm. you know, blonde, bleach blonde hair, yep. yeah. and he, he did. It was fantastic. The main event was great, and he had the star making moment, right? And then he pretty much goes invisible for the next eighteen months <laughs> until this Sunday. He had a, it was called a title versus career match. Mm. So, so wait, does that mean like one of them walks away if they lose? Well. 
so Dolph, if he had won, he would win the Intercontinental Champion, which we all know right. is the second most prestigious belt in all of wrestling, yeah. right? Yeah. And if he had lost, he would have to retire, which normally you see that automatically even as a, you know idiot wrestler. Yeah, whatever. You know, the guy's not going to retire. But they had played it perfectly for two weeks. Information got leaked that they had sent tapes to all the network stations for SmackDown Tuesday night to play highlighting Ziggler's career. And they had sent, uh, like, Ziggler was on Twitter saying, like, all my bookings starting October 10th will be through this guy, this guy, this guy. Contact them. Mm -hmm. Sunday night, I'm sweating. (laughs) My guy. Because you're wondering, what's going on? And in even seems like... Seems like something's afoot. Yeah, and even in the back of my mind, I know, even if he retires or gets forced to retire, it's what it's wrestling. They all come back, he'll be back right. in a year, whatever. But I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous as hell. I got a shirt on, obviously. <laughs> so I'm watching this, and sure, they end you got, up having... You got like a pennant in your hand that yeah. says Dolph on it. Right. <laughs> come on, buddy. Yay! <laughs> Just in my basement, you know? Well, I got a couple buddies that come over and watch all these wrestling pay-per-views with me. I was going to say, because there's no way Katie's letting you watch this upstairs. No, 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 no. And, and plus the Wi-Fi upstairs atrocious. Okay. So I have to hardwire in. This is serious business now <laughs> for wrestling pay-per-views. I've got a 30-foot Ethernet cable yeah. that I have to hook into my laptop, which I have to HDMI into a TV okay. so I can get proper oh, I'm sure it's- quality. Is it, I, is it decent picture? It actually... I, okay. There's some times where when traffic is heavy and... You know, local cable company garbage um, that, you know, it's going to come in a little choppy. But for the most part, it looks pretty good. Other mm-hmm. times it looks like a two, 280p YouTube video, <laughs> you know. So, uh, but the match comes up and sure enough, I'm a, I'm a wreck. And uh, he ends up pulling it out in the match of the night. But uh, so he didn't have to retire. He didn't have to retire. But it was in my money. I'm going to look back Ooh. on that as the reason I watch and follow wrestling. Because it actually had me thinking, like, that's it. That's my guy. Yeah. Like, that's the first, That's the guy. That, he's the only reason. When I came back for one free month and I watched him do that, he's the only reason I stuck around for the next 18. That's, it. that's your connection. Right? So if he goes, house was burning down. It's the only logical explanation. I'm glad to hear that uh, that all was not ruined. Oh, man. what? I'm sorry to interrupt. What time are we at? Uh, I don't want to delve into something too much. 110. 110. I think whatever, what do you... I, I, let me go into something very briefly, because I think you'll get a kick out of this. So I have, uh, I, I've talked to you briefly about my affinity for Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. And that goes to the point where when I was a kid, I remember the embodiment of Halloween for me were the Halloween episodes of Home Improvement, mm-hmm. which was... Oh, yeah. Like my favorite... Oh, I do remember. They always were they good. They were great. Yeah. And it's like my favorite sitcom of all time yeah. from when I was a kid. I loved Tim Allen. And we've always watched that's that's like the uh, first oh I know it. Uh, How ridiculous is it now, right? I know it's more power. Yeah. Rah. But I still think somewhat it holds up. I think it's it does. I, I think it's yeah. funny enough. So I, I went through this is probably five years ago, five, six years ago now. I downloaded all of the Halloween episodes of that show just so I could relive my youth every year, right? So I'd watch those every year. And there's movies I watch every year as well for Halloween. And, uh, but this year I'd read about it forever, but I was never a huge fan of Roseanne. Oh, I loved, loved Roseanne. I would watch it, but their I their Halloween episodes were excellent. And too. that's what I heard. Like I was yeah. reading an Emmy nominated and Roseanne Barr was a massive Halloween fan. Yeah. So like from seasons two until the end, she like 
it was not contract clause, but was I want to do a Halloween episode. Yeah. So I downloaded those, right? And there couldn't have been more than five, four to five years difference between Roseanne and Home, Home Improvement, Improvement yeah. to show me how much different sitcoms were. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the show, because for, yeah. for all intents and purposes, Roseanne was a show ahead of its time. Roseanne it dealt was, with domestic yeah, Roseanne abuse. Roseanne was dealt way ahead of its time. Insanely, it wasn't insanely the, cutting yeah, edge. It wasn't the happy family right? You know, with uh, going through blunders. It yeah. was like, yeah, they were a screwed up family. It, and it was serious stuff. Yeah. I mean... But the intro alone is what struck out to me. I do you remember the Roseanne intro? Um, oh, man. I wish I had planned oh, yeah. ahead. Yeah, where they go all around the they're table all around and the they're table, playing and poker. And it's just like trumpet. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, th- we need to. I don't care if we have to pause the recording right now. <laughs> but I need to pull this up immediately. Th- that was a show that... Um, like you said that you like home improvement would you you were probably raised on home improvement right yeah that was my era i feel like i was raised on on roseanne and it which sounds bad because i mean like that was a i mean they were a screwed up family right. and i didn't have that that life at all but man i just remember like it just resonates so so well with me yeah but what stood out to me is like you said it's the dinner table thing yeah. but they try to do the, we need to show what every character's like in this 25-second yeah. intro. So it's this pan around the table, and you got, you know, Big Dan sits down. He's got yeah. the big burly laugh, and, you know, yeah. he's got the... And he sits at the chair backwards, yeah, so he you does. know he's cool. And then you see the kid, the, the young son, he's flicking food or whatever. Yeah. Then you got Darlene, DJ, and yeah. she's... I'm a teenager. Yeah. Wait and a minute, hold on. Did, now, we, hold did on. we find it? Hold on. Well, we have season one and two. Oh, I'm not Did sure what Did it change? This, the song was always the same. Oh, okay. They just changed the actual footage. Yeah. I watched... The episode I noticed this in I, was a season two episode. Okay. Well, this is season... Come on. Don't give me an ad. Oh, I need this Don't now. do this to me, TV land. I can't believe I didn't prepare for this. I feel so Why bad. Did you know it was the mommy slam, don't you? Don't worry. I can skip the ad really? in three seconds. Just keep <laughs> talking over gonna it. We're yeah. going to get through this any second got now, right? Here we go. Oh, listen for the horns. On the next Roseanne show from what? New York, it's a Roseanne <coughs> Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh. oh how blue that? do you feel right now? That is. Oh, it's like a Roseanne comedy tour. Oh, come on. They don't have anything for Roseanne no, intro they, music they do right here. Okay. God, so that another. Was... Another five-second ad. We just got to... Probably. We'll edit it out. No biggie. <laughs> we got post. We'll just keep talking as loud as possible. <laughs> if you hear our voices go up by about 12 decibels, that's just us talking over the ad. No free rides. Oh. oh. That, was, that was season three and four, though. Was it? <laughs> Doesn't it take you back? Oh. Oh, Rosie and Diana and Dan doing the, the pinky square. What was his sister's name? Jackie? Yeah, Jackie was oh. Rosie's sister. Listen to that. <laughs> Doesn't that feel like especially 80s? Oh, they don't make music like that They anymore. really don't, because you know what's... Th- I mean, you don't hear even uh, sitcom, like, theme yeah. songs anymore. It's very rare because it's like, hey, you got to get to the content. Yeah. No, <laughs> you know what? Let it breathe. 
You think this is Creative Commons? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we'll, yeah. I, maybe we could make fun of it a little bit, then it's satire. Yeah. Dumb song. Yeah, you know, a nice horn. Why don't you use some more woodwinds? <laughs> Boom, done. <laughs> Suck it, Roseanne. <laughs> she's fine. She's high somewhere oh, trying to man, run I've... underneath a peanut party or whatever yeah. the hell she is. Isn't she a peanut farmer? She is. Who yeah. smokes pot? I've heard, I've heard her on a couple of different podcasts. And I like Roseanne, but I don't like listening. First of all, the one she was on Mark she was on Mark Maron's podcast, and I don't know why he thought it was a good idea to give her to put a bowl of cantaloupe in front of her while they were recording. Oh no! So for the first half of the interview, she's like, "Oh, but you know what? Bad on Maron. Really good. Bad on her for not understanding what yeah. she's doing." Yeah. But she doesn't care anymore. I mean, no. look, she looks exa- today. She looks like she did in 1988. Yeah, I don't think she's changed a wink outside yeah. of gray hair. Yeah, seriously, she, uh, she's a pot smoking peanut farmer for yeah, crying. She lives out in loud. Hawaii. Oh, really? Well, yeah. that, that seems to fit the personality. Yep. But yeah, I when I thought of that. I had to. Uh, I had to bring that up. The old theme song. Oh man. But I'm only two. I'm only two episodes into the Roseanne Halloween episodes. The second one was not very good. That's not going to keep on the list. It's okay. off the list. All right. So right That's now, fair the, enough. Right I now, mean, the list is five home improvements and one modern family deep. We're going to go ahead and add one Roseanne thus far. All right. So I thought that maybe we could close this episode um, with a quick week in review. I will throw out a word. It's mm. like word association. All right. I like this. You tell me. Now, I only have... There's only five things on this on this list. Perfect amount that if we don't like it, we can cut it right out and you'll nobody will know what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. So, I will give you a word that First was, that that was in the news this week. You give me a one-word response. One word. Okay. okay. Clowns. It. Billy Bush. Hair. Trump. Hair. <laughs> Grab. Pee. <laughs> and your favorite, Ken Bone. Overrated. Oh, come at me, Twitter. How, how dare you, you? You come get some, Twitter followers. How dare I'm, you? I'm off the Ken Bone train. You bring a Ken Bone tweet at me. You bring a Harambe meme <laughs> or a Crying Jordan <laughs> gif. We're having issues, top to bottom, right there. Man, I am so over the creepy clown thing. Uh, Billy Bush, Billy Bush, unfortunately, he's going to lose his job mm-hmm. if he hasn't already. Right. Uh, it'll probably happen today or tomorrow. Uh, Trump, man. I don't know. It seems like nothing can stop that guy. No, I don't know where you're going to go from there anymore. Yeah. I really don't. But the, uh, the, it was funny because I had, um, I have this one, uh, one friend of mine on Facebook, uber, uber conservative, mm-hmm. and has fallen head over heels for, for Donald J. Trump. Oh, boy. And she posted, or he, it might be a he, posted this video from, you know how there's that audio of, uh, Obama when he was like a voiceover uh, said he ribs and get yeah. whatever yeah ribs and pee well she posted that and she did the whole it's the same and she said you know type the whole I'm gonna leave this just right here I'm gonna, I'm gonna just leave this right here like a Facebook mic drop yeah and I'm, grow up I'm looking at her I'm like are you really that stupid mm-hmm. are you that dumb because I think that you are. And it seems this, like it, right? This, unfortunately... And then there was one going around. It was 
Oh, so people are going to be offended by the word P, but they're not going to be offended with, uh, what was the book? Um, the the uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> well, but, there's a difference because... Yeah, well, I, well, well, for one thing, one of them's real life and one of them is an effing book. Yeah, and, and another thing is, I read this perfect graphic about it. It's not that we're offended by the word P, it's grab them. Right, it's, it's the fact it's that you're, sexual assault. Yeah, you're, you're kind of glorifying sexual assault. Yeah, I mean, you didn't have to use the word P, even if you used the word V, like the the actual term. Still not okay. Yeah, still not all right. What you're yeah. doing, man. Well, but next hey. week I need. I know we're 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 running late. Next week, don't let me forget. I want to talk about my Halloween costume conundrum. Okay, um, that, and then I think it's a good idea if we both. Both bring in five rapid fire in okay. review. I think that's yeah. a good idea if we do that both ways next week. All right. Um, that's yeah. That, I, there's a couple other things I didn't even get to. This I never even updated my idiot cable debacle that I told you. <laughs> we'll get to that. There's a lot happening. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. Well, that could always be the uh, the mini episode. It could be the bonus episode. Oh, yeah, we got to get to fifty. About doing it. Maybe we should be numbering these things. What are we doing? We might end up having to, just mentally, at least, even like oh, yeah. on a personal checklist. Yeah. But. All right, so thank you for listening once again this week. Oh, since last week, we uh, we got accepted to the Google Play Store, so you can now download Google Play, Stitcher, Podomatic, iTunes, iTunes. but if you're listening to this, you already know that, but those are just all the options. Uh, if you want to share this episode, we would greatly appreciate it. Share it with your friends, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, Instagram, do whatever yep. you can to get the word out because we enjoy doing this, so we want to keep doing it. Yeah, and we will be switching. Yeah, our definitely. Feed, so be tuned for that. We're probably going to do uh, a mini episode, not on their scheduled release date, where yeah. we put it this way. We, we would recommend that you download an iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. Correct. That is the best method to get it. Don't subscribe on Podomatic because that's going away soon. We'll make it work. Yeah. So this was uh, fun. Yeah, we'll be back uh, in about a week. If you could give us a uh, give us a rating, comment on the episode, no matter where you listen to it, that would be yeah, greatly appreciated. And as always, share, 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 and we will talk to you yeah. next well, week on what the eighteenth, right? Yeah. You can find you on Twitter at no ph in Stephen. Yes, not no fin Stephen. It's no ph in. <laughs> Yeah. Steven, S-T-E-V-E-N. Get it? Yeah. And you can find me at KPAF3587, K-P-A-F-F3587. And in the near future, we're going to have an announcement about that, too. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's a huge secret, but we're going to we're gonna consolidate some social media, easier, easier outreach. But for another time, talk to you next week.